Hi, thanks for listening to C3 Hobart Online. If this message impacts you in any way, please don't hesitate to contact us. Thanks for listening. That's such a cool thing. Hey, welcome. My name is Jono. Uh, for those of you who are not aware uh, of my journey or my story or how I fit inside this building or inside life, in fact, I will tell you a few things about me. I am many things to many people. And uh, first and foremost, uh, I, I, I am a husband. That is my, you know, my number one role is to look after uh, my wife and make sure she is happy and make sure she is supported. Um, and uh, outside of uh, family life, I... Uh, we look after our next generation ministry here at C3, which is our awesome youth and our uh, awesome young adults. And um, outside of that, for work, I'm a financial advisor. Outside of that, I'm a son uh, and a brother. And I'm trying to learn how to juggle all these different roles. And when I thought that that was enough and busy enough, that the, the God, uh, the, our God actually blessed me with another role, which I'm still learning, which is that of dad. Um, I have a, 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 yeah, it is awesome. It is so cool. Uh, I have a seven-month-old uh, young man, and um, it's it's such a, an awesome blessing. And I promised him when he, when he was born that I was never actually ever going to preach about him on stage and embarrass him when he couldn't defend himself. So I'm not going to. And today I've been tasked with the awesome value of our church, which is fun. So as James said earlier, we are in the middle of a series which is looking at well, what makes C3 C3? What, what is it about this place and what do we value here at church? You know, churches are different all around the globe. I mean, they're pretty central in that they believe that Jesus is the Son of God. But outside of that, that you know, we are all individuals as humans. And so churches exist. And in the Bible, it actually says that you know, we're, we're all parts of the body of Christ, right? So we all have different functions. We all have different, you know, things that we do and, and things that we value. And, and look, I love this series because it actually just shows you what we as C3 actually value. And this is what's important to us. And this is what the title of, of this series is. So today, we're going to look at the value of fun. I love this church. And, and my journey to this church was probably based fundamentally around fun. I don't know whether I would have rocked up at C3 in the, in the phase that I was at in my life if it wasn't for someone like James and the young adults at the time that were actually at C3 kind of going, hey, you know what? We're going to have dinner after this youth rally that we've just been at. Why don't you come and, and hang out with us? We're going to have a whole heap of fun. And, and so I believe that, you know, church needs to be fun. There's too many things in life that, you know, drag us down, that actually make us worry and, and make us anxious and, 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 and are there to dent our spirit. Church is not one of those. You know, I, I think that sometimes that the public, you know, thinks when we kind of go to, to, to work and they ask, oh, what did you do on the weekend? And, and maybe you kind of muffle under your breath, oh, I went to church. Or maybe you are a bit excited and you're like, you know, I went to church. I imagine their perception to be, oh, this image of church being kind of, you know, like the cathedral and the pews and all singing hymns and, uh, you know, oh, Domine, <laughs> confession and blessings and all those kind of things. And, and I'm kind of like, well, maybe actually if you came to church, you might find out that church is kind of fun. 
Like there's fun people. Church is, is fun. And so what I wanted to look at today is three reasons why it's important for us as a church and as members of, of, of the body of Christ by association to be fun and to value fun. Is that okay today? Can we look at that? Excellent. If you're taking notes, I know I'll make up a title. Let's go find the fun. We, used, we always play this game at work. It's really weird. Like we wait until Friday to do it. Friday morning, everyone's just like, oh, it's Friday. I've had such a long week. And it's like, oh, let's play find the fun. And everyone just begrudgingly participates in this mandatory exercise to kind of go, oh, you know, I'm not really having fun, but I'll have some fun because I've got to try and find the fun. It's got to be created somehow. Um, but anyway, we don't have to find the fun in church because we just know how to have fun, right? That's awesome. So the first reason why I believe that we here at C3 value fun is fun's attractive. You know, when my wife first met me, I feel like one of the words, hopefully, that she would describe me as is fun. Like that was probably one of the characteristics. She's like, oh, you know, he's funny uh, and he's smart and he's just so gosh darn attractive and, you know, he's, he's everything I've ever wanted in a man, but most of all, he's fun and he knows how to have fun. But <laughs> thank you, thank you, yes, yeah, I know, I'm sure that's, you can ask her afterwards, I'm sure that's what she still thinks as well, so, but fun is attractive, have you ever been out for dinner, uh, I don't know, any restaurant, most of them do it, and you're there having a meal, and all of a sudden, someone comes out, one of the waiters comes out with a cake, and it's another mem- like another group's birthday and they start singing happy birthday and this cake's coming out and it's like they're having a great time does anyone else actually join in (laughs) you don't know them you don't know them from a bar of soap all you know about them is it might be their birthday I don't know or maybe they just lied to get a free cake I'm not sure but I always feel like it's fun it's like I've got to be part of that when other people are having fun it attracts you. You're kind of going, oh, wow, I want to be over there doing what they're doing, especially if you're not having fun. And so from that definition, I think that church has got to be fun. It's got to be. We we are called by Jesus to be the light of the world. He says in Matthew 5.14, Jesus says, you are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. We are the light. Lights are attractive. We go Christmas light looking every year. I don't know why. They stay the same, but they're just so attractive. It's like, you know, a mosquito drawn towards the light. It's like, oh. What's that line from Shrek? It's like, Shrek, don't die. If you see a tunnel, stay away from the light. You want to go towards the light. And, And yet I think that sometimes, as I said before, society thinks that church is not fun. How would we feel if the one thing that we found out when we got to heaven was that our friends were not there with us because of no other reason but they didn't think church was fun. That they never went, they never heard the gospel simply because their mindset was, well, I didn't think it was fun. I didn't think that they actually had a good time there. I thought that they just went out of compulsion, that you know, you're born into Christianity and you rock up and, and that's what you do as, a, as part of your lifestyle. I'm so challenged by that. You know, when people tell me, oh, church is not fun, I'm like, wow, man, you've got to come to my church. 
If that's, if that's the one reason you don't go to church, it's because you don't think it's fun. You, I will go to whatever church it takes for you to find fun because church is fun and there is a church out there that you will find the fun in. So we need to be attractive, church, both physically, obviously, for you know, romantic reasons, but also as a church, we need to be attractive so that people want to be here. Is that cool? That's the first reason that we value fun is because fun is attractive. Now, the second reason that we value fun is because fun is a relationship builder. Fun is a relationship builder. Who here has ever been to like a corporate retreat or maybe you've gone to like a new sports group or, I don't know, some meeting where maybe you don't know a lot of the people around you? Has anyone been in a situation and done an icebreaker? Oh my gosh. Why do they do it? I'm just like, oh, icebreakers. Why do they do icebreakers? You know, like, so, for example, if you don't know what I'm talking about, an icebreaker is like a get-to-know-you game. So, for example, one of my favourites is going, oh, okay, so tell everyone in the group, you know, two truths and a lie about yourself, and then they've got to try and work out what's the... So they find out a couple of bits of information about you and something that also doesn't, isn't true. That, uh, so, for example, for me, you know, my two truths and a lie could be oh, I'm extremely good-looking, um, I had a knee reconstruction on my left knee when I was in grade 12 uh, and, you know, I'm a member of the Geelong Cats football club. And you would have to go, oh, what's the, the, the you know, what's the truth and what's the lie? And if you say the first one's a lie, then, well, okay, we'll pray for you later on. That's all right. Um, but actually it was on my right knee that I had a knee reconstruction. So that would be the, the untruth on that one. But fun builds relationships. It brings down barriers and it builds relationships. Let me ask you another question. How many people have done something for fun with a group of people that they normally wouldn't actually do by themselves for fun? I hate bushwalking. I, it's, for me, I'm going, okay, I get why you'd want to and no discredit to people who enjoy just getting out in nature and going for a walk in the bush. But that's not my thing. I don't like doing that. I would much rather do something else with my time. But a couple of years ago, my dad turned 70, yes, 7-0, and his idea of fun was to go and do the, is it the three capes? Is that the thing? Yeah, three capes track. It's this four-day hike, um, and I say hike, I think there's one day that you like, you carry your packs everywhere and like there's a 16 kilometer stretch. Um, and it's, it's a pretty big deal to just go and do. And I'm, you know, my wife is in the same boat as me with the whole bushwalking thing. And we look at that and go, uh, that doesn't sound like fun, but you know, he's our dad. Uh, so, and he's, it's pretty cool that a seven year old wants to still kind of do that kind of stuff. So we'll, we'll go along, we'll go along for a bit of a bushwalk. So we went along and you know what? It was the most, four of the most, I think, wholesome and, and, and heart-filling days of my life because we just, like, there was nothing else holding us back. It was just family time. And we chatted and, you know, I don't get to spend a lot of time with my sister. She was there as well without her kids. And it was just, it was just us. And, and so, you know, fun itself is a relationship builder. It doesn't actually really matter what you're doing. The activity is kind of irrelevant because what we find is that through fun, relationships are formed. And one of our you know, core sayings here at C3 Hobart is hashtag better together. And, and, and I find that through fun and being a fun church, like having our, you know, our uh, men's night and women's night, 
By the way, I'm not sure why the men's night costs money and the women's night's free. Are we going to be having more fun? Is that a dollar? <laughs> We're going to be having $10 more fun. <laughs> meat. Oh, women don't like meat. Is that a thing? I don't know. Or you just don't have to pay for meat. Okay. All right. It doesn't make sense to me, but that's all right. I'm happy to shed $10 to spend fun times with all my friends and build some quality relationships. Fun builds relationships. Oh, and on that point too, I've just got to give an unshameless plug here because we are part of the next gen ministry and we like to do things, you know, on, on, on a whim. We're actually going to be doing a young adults barbecue after the service today down at the waterworks. So 12.30 PM, if you're a young adult, which is 16 to 30-ish, if you classify yourself as wanting to hang out with young adult people, uh, then we're going to be having a barbecue, kicking the footy. Uh, hopefully it doesn't rain, but... Um, 12.30, free, don't have to, to, to pay anything. There will be meat, so I still don't get the whole point of having to pay for meat. Anyway, young adults, after the service, 12.30, shameless plug, there we go. But it's about having fun, you know? It's about having fun and building relationships because we were never put on this earth to be alone and to do this by ourselves. A case in point is in the Bible. There's a, a man by the name of Zacchaeus. And Zacchaeus has got it all. He's a statesman. He's, you know, he's got knowledge. He's got money. He's got riches. He's got position and power. And yet, he lacks something. He lacks a relationship. And he doesn't know why, but he finds himself climbing a tree in order to get close to Jesus and his disciples. He doesn't know why. He doesn't need healing or anything like that. He's just, he just wants a relationship. He just wants to be close to them and he doesn't know why, but he goes, I want what you've got. I want what you've got. The amount of people that I have had come up to me in my life and go, what, what is it about that place that you go to, C3? What is it about? What? They're always having fun. They're always happy. They're always full of joy. What, what, why don't I have that? What, what, how can I get that? That's what fun is is in our lives. We, we are, as I said before, we're a beacon of life that is attractive to people that don't know the Lord. But then it also gives us an insight to be able to build relationships. Build relationships so that people can actually get to know our Father in heaven. That they can get to know the reason behind what makes this place tick, behind what makes this place fun, behind what makes this place full of laughter and full of, of joy. And that's my third and final reason today that we're going to talk about is that fun is a catalyst for joy. Now, for those of you that fell asleep in grade 10 science, I'll explain the word catalyst. A catalyst is a substance that when added to another substance creates, or, or not creates, speeds up a chemical reaction, but in and of itself does not get used up in the process. So for example, you add salt to water, it boils quicker, but the salt doesn't get used up. That's a catalyst. To me, fun in and of itself is not something that we need to be desired of, because fun in itself is fleeting. Fun in itself is finite. Fun in itself finishes. And what are we left with? Well, we're left with two things, or two options. Joy or despair. And this is where I believe thoroughly that in the Bible, 
Jesus talks about his, in John 10.10, 10, he says, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have life to the full. Did you know that there was a thief in your life? Without getting weird about it, there is, the Bible refers to an enemy that we come against. Now, it's not a physical person. The Bible says that it's powers and principalities that are all around us, but we can't see them. And our fight is not actually against other people, but it's against these powers and principalities. And it refers to it in this scripture as being a thief, as being a killjoy, as being something that comes to rob us, to starve us of the joy that God wants for each and every one of us in our heart. And I believe that he does that and he distorts our image of joy by making us feel like humans that need alcohol to have fun, that need substance to have fun, to need money to have fun, to need power to have fun. But that fun ends and we're left with despair. The fun that lasts is a catalyst for joy. The fun that lasts is the stuff I've been talking about, is, is being with friends, is being in church, is being filled with his love and his joy, being in a relationship with him and enjoying all the fruits of what he has to offer us. Some people look at the Bible as a book of rules that you know need to be followed or else we'll get in trouble. But I kind of look at it as going, well, God wants this stuff in here. He knows what's good for us. He, he is the author and creator of our faith. And he goes, well, if it's in here, I mean, if you don't follow it, it's probably just doing you harm. And so for me, it's going, well, if I put God at the center of who I am, fun flows. Life flows. But when you remove him from the center and you seek fun for fun's sake, that's when we get left with feelings of emptiness, feelings of inadequacy, feelings of woe is me. Can I get the band to come up on stage? You know, I said before the, the, the reason for me kind of choosing C3 and ending up here was to do with fun and I just want to share you a little bit about my story and my background as we, we close today. I grew up in Launceston and um, had a great upbringing, went to a great school. You know, everything was done for me, basically, in, in, the, in the opportunities to have fun and, and build relationships. They were all done for me. Like every night after school, I was doing something fun. Like with music practice or sport or debating. Yes, debating's fun. Trust me, it's awesome. When you're right. <laughs> but then I moved down to Hobart for university and I moved away from my family and, and those structures of everything kind of being created for you. And I was in a moment of my life where I had to find the fun. I had to find those relationships. I had to find joy in my life because I had plenty of despair and and trust me in this in that I turned to all those things that I mentioned that the world said were fun and fleetingly in the moment 
maybe I did enjoy myself. But I was left empty. Just like Zacchaeus in the tree, I, was, I, I just didn't know why, but there was something more. And I was like, what is this hole in my heart? What is missing? Why do I not feel happy? Why do I feel guilty about what I'm doing? And I went to a, a youth rally, which one of my friends from Launceston invited me to. I'd never been to a youth rally before, but again, I just wanted to say, I miss my friends like all get out from Launceston. I wanted that life back. And so when they came to Hobart and said, hey, do you want to catch up? I was like, yes. And they're like, we're going to a youth rally. I don't care what that is, but I'm coming because I want, to, I want the relationship. I want back what I had. And Reggie Dabbs preached at that youth rally. And, and again, I, you might have heard me say this. I don't actually remember what he was preaching about. It was a story about a king or something. I don't remember. But at the end, he asked his question, who's lost? And my hand went up. I'm like, I'm lost. I don't know. There's no joy in my life. I miss fun. I'm, I'm not fun anymore. I feel like my, my life is just... And after I was prayed for, I turned around and uh, there was a, a much less hairy, much younger James Atkinson standing behind me. And he said, I know you, you go to Jane, you live with me at Jane Franklin Hall. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think I've seen you before, but you know, he was a fourth year and I was a first year. And he said, hey, there's a bunch of young adults and we're, we're going back to, to uh, our place to just hang out and have a bit of fun. And I was like, you know what? That's what I desire. I desire that. And so through that, I came to church and, you know, it took me a couple of months to, to actually equate that this church thing was fun and that joy flowed out of that fun. And I gave my life to the Lord and it's never... I can't say that it's been perfect since then because circumstance and trial and tribulation come. But, you know, in those spaces, when we have joy in our heart, when we know that we have a community of people who are fun and who will lift us up and who we value their relationship, then that joy can return in our heart. And I just without wanting to take too much more of your time, I just really feel like that there might be some people here today that need a bit of joy returned to their life. They might find that they've lost that fun, that spark, that attractiveness. Maybe they feel like their relationships are not what they used to be. So why don't we just close our eyes across the auditorium thief has robbed you of that joy God wants that joy in your heart he wants you to be full of life he wants you to be the light on the hill and yet through his mischievous ways the thief has come and destroyed that joy has taken that joy from you 
And I just believe today that the altar is a place where you need to be to restore that joy. If you're here from the first time and and you don't actually know that joy that I'm talking about, you don't know the God that I'm talking about, you don't know that he sent his son Jesus to die for you so that that joy could be returned to you, then this prayer time is for you as well. And if that's you, I just want you to make a decision in your heart to come up the front. And when you're up the front with the other people who respond to this, I just want you to let the, the, one of the pastoral team know that, that this is your first time making a decision for Christ and they will pray with you because we want to celebrate that with you as well. If you're here this morning and you know the Lord but the joy in your heart is depleting whether it be a circumstance or whatever it is I'm not here to judge He knows how to restore it He knows how to bring that fun back into your life So if, if I could get everyone to just stand where they are please And if that's you this morning and you're in despair and you're lacking joy for whatever reason, I want you to just come on the altar. We have our pastoral team that will pray with you, believe with you. Because C3 is the church that ultimately is about joy, that ultimately is about Jesus and the joy that He brings ultimately is about Jesus and the hope that he brings. Hi, thanks for listening to C3 Hobart Online. We hope you've enjoyed this message. If you'd like to know more, you can find us at c3hobart.org.au.